0: Greetings, podcast listeners. Welcome back. This is your host, Indra, with Aikido Talks. Today, we're going to talk about weapons, very basic stuff for our practitioners, maybe leaning towards newer practitioners. So, what I want to say is this When I started Aikido in my first year, um, my year began, and I think it was a great way that it started this way. In my first six months, I was not allowed to take weapons class. This enabled my instructor to to gather how I was able it was all it was for safety, number one. Number two, um, to see you know coordination and maturity level in dealing with weapons because it's it's uh, it's dangerous, right? You have to be aware of of your body movement coordinating, but have you? And in my first year, there were two levels of Aikido. There was like a, I guess, beginner and intermediate, I think. Well, there were two levels, the first and the second level. And so therefore, there were more. So then you could deal with students in a certain way as a teacher. Um, And then as I progressed in my practice, I had a sense of awareness of where I should be and where others might be depending on if you're taking classes you take a seminar and people may not be aware of how to hold things but the teacher is there to help um, organize this that's why teachers are appointed to have the awareness of these things so if you buy your own weapons you can go to just about any martial arts store and for those of you didn't know so I was taught that The Joe is the length of your, I guess you can measure from your armpit for the size that you need to work with um, individually. So it's nice to have your own weapons because your spirit is in those weapons. Your, you know, your sensibility, the weight, and everything is of different weight. So you can get, for example, we'll talk about Bokken in a second. But for the Joe, you know what your weapon feels like. I haven't bought a tanto, but I have a, um, you know, a bokan and bokans can come in different weights. There are people who do kata or just cuts. And these are easy to do at home, sit in seiza and just cut in the front. And then you could accurately cut so that it's a straight line in front of you. Uh, there's a lot going on there with just a simple cut. Um, I advise everyone who doesn't do it already or especially beginners to ask questions before a class begins ask whoever is teaching about some finer points of of the art form and then when the class time comes really dedicate your time to fine-tuning what is being shown there's so many elements involved in it as you know that all of the open-handed techniques in Aikido is related to the weapon So once you get to go to the weapon aspect, then your mind opens up, or it should open up, for that delightfulness of of connectivity and mind blowing. I remember the first time when I started doing weapons and one of my favorite techniques before weapons, and still is, is shihonage. It's just beautiful, but understanding that it's like a four corner cut, when I saw it in weapons, it just blew my mind away. I'm like, wow, another aha moment after aha moment. It's just a beautiful blossoming of information um, that sometimes cannot be explained, that you have to be doing it or in it to see it. It's beautiful. Then you understand and then everything makes sense, you know, technically, and then it evolves. This is why there has to be practice. If a student comes in or if, if you or I were to come in unsettled, then you, we must be aware of this enough so that we can retract ourselves and to settle ourselves. Or take a break and do go back to the classroom the next time. Don't ever come in there with other stuff. Leave your stuff that's not related to Aikido off the mat at all times. And that goes for adults, not just kids or young people. But one of the main things is to always ask questions, but to remember that you know get your own weapons too so that you can practice at home the finer points and then when you go back see how much you've developed that's the fun of this whole thing because it's real the development is real and people will see the realness as well um it's magical it's such a magical feeling for sure so this is the basic of what I just wanted to explain in weapons that um Oh, and by the way, you know, it's nice also to get a gift of weapons when people bestow that on you. Cherish that moment. I was lucky enough to get um, a beautiful pen from a senior, a, so, a senpai, and, I, you know, her weapons are fantastic, so I was so excited to get this. I still take care of it to this day, and so I have my little mini collection, and it's really, you know, it's just really special. Um, but also I want to add that the the good thing about Aikido, because it derives from multiple martial arts, that it doesn't hurt to do other things outside of it too. Like, especially for me, I wanted to understand a few things and I saw a demonstration on Naginata, you know, the big staff that women would use back in the olden days and the blade tip one day I shall take a class in that when my schedule permits it to complement my Aikido practice but taking Kudo has also been magnificent because the same thing about coordinates and measurement for short and long distance um, shooting measures a lot about how Aikido is done with footwork and measurement that you don't need and one of the reasons why you don't need to be big person to execute excellent maneuvers you are it's designed for the small and the weak so that you can uh, operate these essentials without emotion without muscle Um, and that everyone can do it if you're focused and you pay attention so that closes my episode on weapons and the beauty of it and how just by doing weapons or thinking about them and looking at the techniques how well we can apply this focus and acumen to everything in our lives um, from writing to walking to how we rest, how we do things, and make it into an art form for each of ourselves and make life even more wonderful every single day. Again, my friends, thank you for listening. And um, and for those, those of us who connected over the weeks and the months, I appreciate you, love you so much, and um, look forward to seeing you all soon, a lot more often, Um, and for everyone that I haven't talked to and met yet, um, looking forward to that time too, I'm really excited about this podcast, and I look forward to everyone else doing theirs, because I want to hear your podcast, we should all be doing podcasts, it doesn't have to be every day, it could be once a month, it could be whatever. Um, And I think this could be a new trend for all of us in Aikido because we have so much to share, each and every one of us. So with that, my dear friends, I close off and enjoy the rest of your day, evening, night, rest of the week, weekend. Until next time.